But the truth is that this <coughs> din of Asror, that Asror warning was meant to differentiate between someone who does an act b'shoigik and someone who does it b'mezid, is not so simple. In the Gemara, this reasoning for the re- for why we have Asror is used by an opinion, Rabbi Yisabar Yehuda, who holds that a Talmud Chacham doesn't need Asror. If a Talmud Chacham, let's say, violated Shabbos, and two Edim watched him do it, even if they didn't warn him, he's still Chayiv Misa. And Rabbi Yisabar says, the reason is because the whole purpose of Asror warning is to ensure that the person is aware <coughs> that what he's doing is, is forbidden, that he's amazed, lahafchid mishagig lamazed, a Talmud Chacham for sure knows what the halacha is. Him, we don't need a test or a proof that he's doing it amazed because he's a Talmud Chacham, he knows the halacha, he for sure knows the halacha. So he doesn't need Asra. But the other opinion is, and then we pass him like the other opinion, that there's no difference between a Talmud Chacham a chavir or a regular person, everybody needs asra before they do an avera in order to be able to prosecute them with the punishment of a teira. <coughs> now, <coughs> the Rambam, strangely enough, who passes indeed that a Talmud Chacham also needs asra, and when he describes the reasoning for this, he says, because asra was given lahafchin bin sheikh lamezit. He uses the very reasoning that's given in the Gemara for the opposite opinion, why Talmud Chacham should not need Asra. The Rambam uses that to explain why Talmud Chacham needs Asra. And all the Mephoshim want to know, what is he talking about? <clears throat> if the purpose of Asra is to distinguish with someone, between someone who knows what he's doing and somebody who's not aware of the severity of what they're doing, and that's the purpose of Asra, that before you punish him, you want to make sure that he knows what he's doing, that the Talmud Chacham shouldn't need it. Why is Rambam using that reasoning as, in, as if this is in support of why Talmud Chacham should also need Asra? So the Kesef Mishnah says in one place that <coughs> the Talmud Chacham's Asra, the Shoigik for the Talmud Chacham is not that he doesn't know the Halacha. Of course, he's a Talmud Chacham. But he may forget it at Shabbos. You know, everybody can forget. Even a Talmud Chacham can be forgetful. So Shoigik can come in many ways, in many forms. Either you don't know the halacha, you didn't know that this is Asr, or there's, there's ignorance, or Shaykh can also mean somebody, forget it, Shabbos. Right? Or let's say somebody eats something which is treif, he didn't know that this was a treif food. That even if you're Talmud Chachem, uh, you see a piece of fat, some fats are kosher, some fats are treif. He didn't know that this was a treif type of fat. <coughs> That's a kind of Shaykh that even a Talmud Chachem can have. So therefore, says the case of Mishnah, for Talmud Chacham, the warning has to include, not stump to say, you should know this is an Aver and you're going to get Misa, because the Talmud Chacham knows that. His warning has to be that, remember, it's Shabbos today. Remember, this is a trafe piece of food. Don't eat it. Right? Just to uh, um, ensure that he's not forgetting about the, the circumstances of what he's involved in. <coughs> but the Tzayi in Simech of Ches, it says that it doesn't say anywhere in Rambam that the formula of Hasra is changed for a Talmud Chacham. That for a Talmud Chacham, you need a different formula of warning. Him, you have to warn not about the Isra itself, that this is Asr Menatera, and that this is Yitzchayim Misa, which is the normal formula, the way it's recorded in the Gemara in Rambam, that you have to warn him that this is Asr, you have to tell him what the punishment is, and according to most opinions, or to, to the halacha, you also have to tell him what type of misa he'll get.
But it doesn't say anywhere that for Talmud Chacham, you have to change the formula and include, oh, for, don't forget it's Shabbos today. Or don't forget, this is actually a dover, something which is also. <coughs> it seems that all people have the same formula of, of Asroa. And the question is, then what does the Rambam mean? That even a Talmud Chacham needs Asroa to differentiate between Shagig and Mezid. Says the Ksois, from here we see that the Rambam is telling us that it's a chiddush in the Torah. Normally, um, <coughs> we don't expect a Talmud Chacham, and even a regular person, to forget that lighting a fire on Shabbos is forbidden. Everybody knows that. Maybe he forgot the halacha, so we have to tell him, you should know this is also in the Torah, and there is a punishment in the Torah for it. And he has to accept it and said, yes, I know. <coughs> in other words, the Torah says that even though Mitzad Hasvorah, logically speaking, it's so unlikely that somebody would forget such a thing, this basic halacha, we still have to remind him that this is a halacha that it's oser. And even a Talmud Chacham, who sure knows that cooking on Shabbos is forbidden, you still have to tell him it's cooking on Shabbos and it's forbidden in Yisrael Misa. Why? Just, this is a Xeris it's a Chidush, he says. It's a Chidush. But right, it's a Chidush, he says, because we see the halacha is the Edim Zaymimin, Edim who testified falsely, because other Edim came and said, Imanu Hayisim, you were with us in another place. So the Edim who said, We saw Reuven killing Shimon, and other set of Edim come and say, No, 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 you weren't there. How can you claim you were in this place watching and, and witnessing how Reuven killed Shimon? You were with us in a completely different city. The Allah is that we killed the Edim who tried to kill this defendant because they were liars. The second set of Edim proved them to be liars. <coughs> it's called the Edim Zemimim. The Allah is that Edim Zemimim, you don't have to warn. How can you kill them without warning? In other words, Bezin doesn't warn them before they testify. Say, remember, that if you, get, you, you, you can't testify falsely because testifying falsely is, a, is punishable and if you get caught, then you'll be punished with the death penalty because you tried to kill the defendant. We don't need Hasra. The Gemara says in Ksubis, Eidim Zayim Einim Tzrichim Hasra. And there's a reason for it. The question is like this. If there's a real concern that without warning somebody might do something, they're not aware. They're not aware that something is also. <coughs> if there's a real concern, then how can it be that Eidim Zayim don't need Hasra? If Eidim Zayim were really Shagigim, let's say Eidim Zayim made really a mistake. Let's say they didn't know, they thought they saw this person, but they didn't. Nobody would say we would kill them. If they're really Shagigim, you don't kill Shagigim for something they did, for a crime they did. It's just that when they come and testify, we don't suspect them of being Shagigim. The, the likelihood that somebody would forget <clears throat> that, some, that something is Osir, something like this, that testifying, committing perjury is Osir, is so unlikely. It's just a chiddush in the Torah in general. But by Edim Zaymim, the Torah did not give that chiddush. Because normally, we assume that they knew and they understood what they were doing, and they deliberately tried to mislead the best and have this person killed. So in other words, the whole union of Asroi is not that we really, really are afraid that without Asroi, he's going to be a shoigig, and we're going to kill an innocent person. It's just a extra. chiddush in the Torah that we need to make absolutely 1,000%, not to leave even a tiny hundredth of a percentage <coughs> of a possibility that maybe he didn't know, maybe he forgot, which is so unlikely. 
if that's the case, we could easily say that the, the kasha of the Imrabin is not a kasha. Because it's not, that we, it's not the same as somebody committing the first half of the Malacha B'Shoigig and the second half of Mezit. Here in this case, the Torah itself doesn't suspect him to be uh, a Shoigig without the warning. It's just that the Torah says there's a Xeris Akosov, that you need to have warning. So maybe the Xeris Akosov is satisfied with making that warning before the end. It's not be, it doesn't mean that the first half is Beshegik. The first half is also not Beshegik. It's just that Xeris Akosov doesn't require us that this special din, this Chidush din that we need to warn, has to be done in the beginning of the act. Just one last thought is that the Rebbe <coughs> explains in, in, in one of his sikhs, based on the Baal Shem Tov's Torah, that a Jew Be'etzem cannot be punished without his will, without his consent. A story with David HaMelech. It's, it's a long discussion, but the, the, the point is that it seems that this Allah in the Gemara, that somebody is warned about a crime, a capital crime, it's not sufficient to tell him what the <coughs> Avera is and what punishment it is. He has to respond and say, Matir That's the Loshna Gemara. That he has, there's a special posse that says that he, the defendant, has to say back to the warners, to the, the Edim, <coughs> I know, and Afal Pikenani, I say, I still want to do it, despite the fact that I know this punishment will come to him. <coughs> we need to understand why is that needed. If the whole purpose is only to make sure that he's amazed, that it's enough that he knows, he hears, and he nods his head, and and, and we see that he understood what they were saying. So we know that he's not amazed. He's not a shaykh, he's amazed. Why does he have to actually say, I accept it in Matir Atzmaile Misa? We learn from a special Pasuk. So perhaps this is based on what the Rebbe said that Torah requires that the defendant himself should accept upon himself the Misa. Because Sofkal Sof, nobody is Balabas on a Jew. The Rebbe says that even Malachim <coughs> are not Balabas on a Jew. And it says in Fumal Shem Tov that even Lamaila in Ganadin, in, in Eilam Haba, when a person is judged, we ask the person to first paskin about someone else. And then the paskin is on din. Right? The famous vote of the Baal Shem Tov. <coughs> So perhaps this is what behind this halacha, the Matir Atzmanimitz, it's not enough that he knows, he has to actually verbally consent. Yes, I'm accepting it. If that's the if that's the real reason for Hasra, <coughs> then perhaps it's enough that Hasra is done before the end of the act, and what Edwidi Aflo says. And perhaps we can even learn Pshat and Rambam Shoigig. Shoigig can mean that he's not mekabel on himself the misa, but that's another discussion.